Hey everyone, welcome to Leading Like Her. My name is Erin, and I'll be sharing with you my successes, failures, humor, and lessons that I've learned in my 15 years as an operations leader. Leadership can be tough, and my goal is to make you feel like you are not alone. So come with me as we learn and grow together. I'm not competing against you, I'm rooting for us. Leadership is a muscle that needs to be flexed. So show me those guns, girl, and let's get started. Happy February. Welcome back to Leading Like Her. I am pumped, you guys. We are a 12th of the way through 2023. What did you guys set as your word for 2023? Mine was healing. I have actually, I got a bracelet that um, with the word healing on it that I wear as a reminder this year. And I make sure to intentionally do something every day to contribute to that word and my healing through 2023. And I have gotten quite a few of you that have shared your words with me from compassion to being flexible to being adventurous to, you know, relationships and things like that. And I'm so excited because that means that people are on a trajectory to making themselves better this year as leaders, as women, as human beings. I am freaking pumped. So happy freaking February, everybody. So today I thought it would be interesting to kind of share what my life was like as a plant manager, a day in the life. And the reason I want to share that with you, um, there's a couple. First of all, a lot of people, when they look at kind of the head of the house, right, the the plant manager, the division leader, the the person that runs the site, the site leader, as, as someone that isn't quite to that level yet, I had a lot of people be like, I don't even know what you do. I don't know, you know. I just see you sitting in your office all day. What are you doing? What are you actually doing to contribute to making my life better? Right? That was a lot of the questions that I got. And I thought the same. You know, when I was an up and coming supervisor, it was like, wow, my life is going to be so much easier. I'm going to have a much easier job when I'm running the whole facility because I'll have less direct reports and, you know, I'll be in meetings all day and, you know, I won't have to do much, right? There, I also had that perception, which was crazy at the time, but that was my perception of my plant manager. And when I actually became a plant manager, it was a very interesting switch for me um, to now be responsible for an entire site and what that all entailed. So I thought I'd kind of go through what a day in the life of a plant manager would be like. And one for that reason and two to kind of prepare anybody that's on that trajectory so if you're looking to grow either in the corporate space in the education space or any type of an you know administrative space it would be really good for you to understand what responsibilities come with that level and how to prepare for that kind of responsibility so here's kind of a day in the life of my me as a former plant manager 
I obviously don't have this role anymore. Um, if you've listened to the last couple podcasts, you know that I'm now a project manager, and I will go through a day in the life of a project manager here um, on the show once I have a little bit more experience and my days become a little bit more regular. But right now, we're going to talk about life as a f- plant manager. My day would start probably at about 5.45. My alarm would get up, and I would snooze it. Inevitably, I would snooze it at least once for five minutes. Um, before I got up, I usually showered at night or I would have a real quick shower in the morning. I was one of them that like, I want to get up, throw clothes on, brush my teeth and head out the door. Um, my first meeting in the morning was at about 645. And so I would get to the plant anywhere between 620, 630 to start my day. And usually what my day started with was a hot cup of tea and looking through our morning reports. So what our output was the day before, if there were any emails, you know, from shift change, from night shift overnight that needed to be addressed, and also look through my calendar. You know, what was my schedule for the day? How many meetings was I in? When am I going to be able to eat lunch? That kind of thing. And then my first meeting every morning was at 6.45. You know, manufacturing starts early. Um, At least aerospace manufacturing did. And so... We had a standing meeting early in the morning to kind of go through our SQCDP. And so SQCDP is an acronym in manufacturing, and I'm sure in several other industries, safety, quality, delivery, cost, people. Okay, so we go through all of our safety metrics. Did we have any injuries? Did we have any near misses? You know, what's our safety training plan? Delivery, did we, you know, are we on time to our customers? Are all of our, um, are all of our products getting to our customers on time when they want it? Um, oh my God, I missed quality, SQ, quality. Are all of our parts made to spec? You know, do they have the proper material, the proper dimensions, the proper parts? Safety, quality, okay? Delivery, again, all, are all parts being delivered on time? Cost. Are we being productive with our time? Are we being efficient with our time? Are we reducing the cost of each part in order to make the company money? And then people. Do we have enough staff? What is our overtime levels? What's our absenteeism levels? Okay. Every single day we would look at all of these metrics because those are the metrics that run the business. Okay. Once we've gone through yesterday's metrics, then it's going into, okay, what are we going to do to make today better? Are there any meetings or any workshops that are going to be attended to to make sure that we're making today better are there any trainings are there any stand-up meetings is there any processes that are being audited to make today better and for me it was going through with my direct reports which were all the managers of the building making sure that they were doing what they needed to do to make sure that parts got out the door safely and with good quality right so that was the first meeting that meeting is with all of my direct reports The next meeting that I have is with my boss, okay? Because now I need to do the exact same thing that I just did with my direct reports. I now need to do with my boss, right? At a slightly higher level, but the general theme is the same, right? How is the business doing? Are there any strategic projects coming up that we need to worry about? Any timelines that we need to go over? Any visits, customer visits that are coming up? Um, and, And make sure that the day is set up for success, okay? It's also my opportunity to air any problems or questions or issues that I'm having and and get the help that I need, okay? 
that all all of that happens before eight o'clock in the morning right and then from the rest of the day is really controlled by my meeting schedule okay um every week you have standing meetings you have a quality meeting or you have an hr meeting we had a, a regular hr meeting once a week just to go through any you know headcount issues open recs things like that um and and big projects you know is there any capital that's needed any money that's needed for the site any new equipment that we're bringing in and so a lot of the time my day was filled with these types of meetings and the perception on the shop floor it's really easy to be perceived as all you do is just sit at your desk right and so i really try to make an effort to get out on the shop floor you know at least for an hour a day just walking around talking to folks seeing you know what it is they needed on the shop floor helping to facilitate some of those solutions because as this plant manager you're supposed to be the person that everybody should be able to come to with their issue right and you're the person that needs to solve their problem and being in an office as a plant manager like you know me and the hr manager used to joke like we're we didn't consider ourselves intimidating people but just the job title alone is intimidating and a lot of people do not want to come to you and so it's really important that you go to them and try to make yourself as accessible as possible obviously with covid it became really hard you know you didn't want to be out on the shop floor and and closer to people especially with loud machines you didn't want to be have to lean in to speak to people but it became a, a bit of a joke on the floor in Indianapolis and even in Seattle when I was there that, oh, Erin's out on the floor. She's getting her steps in <laughs> because I always had my watch on. I always knew in Seattle it was like 1,600 steps to do a whole lap around the building. And I used to tell people like, look, I just I want to stretch my legs. I want to get some steps in. I'm in meetings all day. Um, you know, hey, how's it going? You know, how's the machine running today? do you need any issue you know do you need any help is there any maintenance help things along those lines and so my day after my morning meetings my step my standard morning meetings was filled with strategic project meetings weekly update meetings and then spending time with my managers and my operators out on the floor either walking through an installation checking on machines or just getting to know people right um, you know, especially since we've been hiring quite a bit, you know, there's a lot of new faces, a lot of people in and out. And especially once people took their masks off, it was almost having to relearn everybody all over again, right? Because all of a sudden they're unrecognizable because you've only seen half their face for two years. So for me, it was really important to really make sure everybody knew who I was and tried my absolute best to be an advocate for everyone. Obviously, at the end of the day, the buck stops with me when it comes to responsibility. And it's important to know that when you become, the, the, the higher you climb the corporate ladder, the more disconnected you are with the people on the shop floor actually making the parts. And it's something I'm very aware of, you know, coming from a shop floor level. And, but, it, but it's inevitable because you're not on the shop floor every day. You're not a supervisor out there helping your guys make parts all day. And so there is a level of disconnect there. And so it's really important to 
connect and communicate with your supervisors, with the people that work for you, to make sure that you have a good line of information coming at you from the shop floor so you can make good business decisions. I really tried to make it a priority to leave the plant for lunch, either to go home. I was lucky enough to live relatively close to work to go home and make a sandwich for 45 minutes or go out to, you know, Chipotle and get a burrito or bowl or something just to like physically distance myself for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour a day just to reset my mind, right? Especially on a really stressful day. On a stressful day, you need to take a step back and you need to leave the plant because it'll help put things in perspective. You know, the more distance you get, the clearer your mind is going to be. So every day I would really make a point to leave the facility, take some time to myself and just shut it off for a second. The afternoon, I saved a lot of my meetings for the afternoon and I'll tell you why. I am a morning person. I am way more productive in the morning than I am in the afternoon. Once like two o'clock hits, my brain just shuts off. And that's been me for my entire life. I'm just not an afternoon person. I'm just not productive in the afternoons. And so if I needed to get a spreadsheet done, work on a project, do an all hands meeting with everybody, I was going to do it as early as possible because that was when I was at my sharpest. I left meetings that I could, you know, put on and um, focus on for the afternoons because they required a little bit less brain power, um, especially if it was another person's meeting and I just had to be in there to support. I would 100% ask them to, to schedule that for the afternoon because it didn't require as much participation on my part. So really know that about yourself, especially if you are going to start leading people, is know when your high productivity hours are if you're a night owl, if you're better after lunch, if you're better first thing in the morning, it's going to help you. First of all, it's going to set the standard for you as a leader and set precedence for you and your direct reports so that they know, you know, when they can come to you, when you're at your sharpest, it'll help. So definitely find out when your high productivity hours are and schedule your life around that. And also make sure that you're taking just time for yourself during the day because if you're go 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 for 10 hours like I was for a long long time burnout is going to come whether you want it or not and so one thing I did not do well was really taking 5-10 minutes to shut a door and meditate or breathe or stretch for you know again those 5 or 10 minutes to to realign And, and that's something I never did so my day in the life of a plant manager is not an ideal day. And if I were to do it over, I would have set a lot more time for me to, you know, clear my head. I would have prioritized my high productivity hours even more than I did. And I would make sure that I ate regularly. I am a chronic skipper of breakfast. I don't like eggs. I don't like avocados for avocado toast. I'm a very picky eater. And I often just skipped breakfast because I didn't want anything carby or sweet and I just didn't have the time to deal with leftovers or anything else. So I just skipped it. I am making it a priority now in 2023 to make sure that I eat regularly. I eat healthy and intuitively the best that I can. 
And that is something that I learned kind of going through and reflecting on my life as a plant manager. I did not do that well. So that is some advice for me is, you know, take time for yourself, eat your meals, exercise, get your steps in. Like I said, it became a joke at the facility. Like people were texting me like, oh, Erin's out. She's out getting her steps in. Everybody beware, you know, just laughing, you know, plant managers out on the floor causing issues. But it's it's important. It's important. Um, and if you want to go down that road and you want to climb to the level of a site manager or VP of ops or, or kind of grow within your own career, you need to be aware of the demands that are going to be placed on you, the responsibilities that are going to be placed on you, and also the ways in which to battle and balance those responsibilities with self-care and self-love. And I hope I gave a little bit of that to you today. Um, Like I said, the perception of a site leader can be really negative. You know, they're not the person actually making the parts. They're not the person in the uncomfortable environment sometimes. They're in their nice, cushy office. And so you you don't necessarily see see them working them hard. I don't know what that word was. You don't necessarily see them working all that hard. I'll tell you, I worked my ass off as a plant manager. I worked like crazy as a plant manager. And, you know, it's it's a tough, tough job. Your job does not get easier the higher you climb, no matter what you think. And so it's really important to be prepared for that level of responsibility and be prepared for sometimes the lack of appreciation for that responsibility. You know, a lot of folks on the shop floor will not appreciate your work, will not think that anything you do is good enough, and will sometimes, you know, work against you if they don't agree with the decision that you make. And, you know, it's a thankless job sometimes, but at the same time, you're also going to find the best team and the best people that to work for and really supportive coworkers and peers. And those are the people that are going to keep you loving your job and keep you working through the tough times. And I had some of the best experiences in operations and as a plant manager, and I will cherish those memories and I may go back to it, right? I am 36. I have many, many years of work ahead of me. So, you know, the bug is still there. I really do. And like, I do enjoy managing people. So I hope that this was entertaining. I hope this was educational. If you are looking to grow your operational experience, your management experience, reach out to me. I'd love to coach. I'd love to share some more insight. Um, But in the meantime, I've got to head off to my next site as a project manager And you guys need to head off to work. So have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon. Keep being a badass. Thank you so much for growing with me at Leading Like Her. If you enjoyed the show, go tell a girlfriend about it. No, like seriously, like right now, go tell a girlfriend about it. And make sure to follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Leading Like Her. And remember, I'm rooting for us. Talk to you soon.